Welcome to Big Blend Radio with your hosts, Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazine.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's new third Monday food, wine, and travel show with the International Food, Wine, and Travel Writers Association. We're going to kick off uh, this new series with them by going to the happiest city in America. That is Lafayette, Louisiana, and I think one of the reasons that makes it such a happy place is that it's got so much nature, it's got so much natural beauty, and we're going to find out what we can see and do this spring and summer outdoors and find out if they've got any festivals, because I think they have a lot of music going on too. So we're excited to have Ben back on the show. Ben Berthelot, he is the president and CEO of the Lafayette Convention and and Visitors Commission, and uh, you can go to their website, lafayettetravel.com. So welcome back, Ben. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me back on. Hey, you know, this is exciting because um, right now, you know, Nancy and I travel full time and uh, we are surrounded by over eight feet of snow, like not eight feet. Eight, it's oh, like wow. we're just, well, we're in Wisconsin and <laughs> I'm going, I'm I'm cold. And all I can think of is like Louisiana has got to be a little bit warmer. I understand snowbirding now. Yeah, well, it's funny because <laughs> we've, we've been in the 80s the last few weeks and we've got a little cool front and it dropped down to about 48 this morning and uh, so uh, we're enjoying enjoying that one last little cold front before the the spring fully gets here yeah so you know spring has got to be beautiful where you are Uh, just you know you know one thing I love is about you guys have all the bayous and all the wetlands and marshes which is which is cool because you've also got um, all those those swamp lilies all those those lilies out there those flowers no doubt. We're, Louisiana is known as a sportsman's paradise, and certainly here in Lafayette Parish in our region, we have a lot to offer on the outdoor side. And I think, you know, during COVID, we all realized uh, how important that was. We've always featured and focused on our outdoor activities, but it became more important, obviously, during that time frame. But just about 15 minutes down the road, we have the largest swamp in North America, which is the Atchafalaya Basin, which is really beautiful. The interstate flows right through the the, the basin. So when you're driving into Lafayette for about uh, uh, 18 miles, you're you can see it. And then ideally, when you get to Lafayette, you can go to experience it. They have great birding and kayaking, canoeing, swamp tours, great fishing. And so that's something we're very uh, proud of. And it's a great opportunity to get outdoors. And then in St. Martin Parish, you have Lake Martin, which is another great opportunity for kayaking and birding. And they have a great little bird sanctuary there. And and People come from all over the all over the world to, to experience our great birding scene there and throughout the region. And then a lot of other activities outdoors here in Lafayette, the Bayou Vermilion, and we launched a Vermilion Voyage, which is a three-day paddle uh, in the spring every year Ooh. where you actually uh, hike, I'm, I'm sorry, paddle for a few hours and, and then in the evening stop off and spend the night and we have great music intertwined with, with those activities. So a lot going on in the springtime. Uh, really excited. We've kind of brought back our azalea trail. Uh, we've been known for our azaleas for many, many years. It was actually one of the first tourist initiatives, uh, probably around the 1950s, that was launched by the really? Chamber of Commerce. And since that time, we've had a great grassroots effort to kind of bring that back. And a lot of new azaleas have been planted. So in February and March, and right now we're in the middle of it, uh, right now, the azaleas are just beautiful and blooming all throughout. Uh, the parish and we have trolley rides on Saturday 
And then our, our concert series kick off in the spring. So we're celebrating 40 years of Downtown Alive, which is a free festival every Friday night uh, during the spring and the fall. And they're really kind of going back to some vintage uh, groups who performed uh, 40 years ago are still performing. And so that they're gonna be playing this spring and a lot of great festivals happening uh, as well. Oh, see the festivals, I think that, that goes hand in hand. You wanna go do the nature bit, go out in the mornings, you know, uh, right. go, you know, paddling, canoeing. I think um, one of the things that I, I like is that you do have uh, tour companies that will take you out in the swamps. And uh, I know you've got companies that will take you out kayaking and, and canoeing because if you haven't been to Louisiana yet, uh, it it's good. It could be a little different than where you're from if you if you're a beginner. And I, I my very first kayaking experience was in Louisiana in a bayou, yeah. and um, that was interesting. You could see you could see birds. I mean, the bird watching from a kay a kayak it was really amazing. But um, there's things to learn about. <laughs> there's things in the swamps. So yeah, you you want right. to have someone experienced with you. I think that's that's a cool thing. That's a great point. And not, not many people travel with a kayak or even own a kayak. Yeah. So the opportunity to, to rent that uh, is, is very easy and they, they make it a very uh, easy experience for you uh, to do that. And we have so many great waterways to, to do that on. And you talked about history. This year, we're celebrating the bicentennial of Lafayette Parish. There's a lot of great activities oh, happening wow. uh, throughout the year. Opportunity for us to really celebrate uh, the food, the music, and the culture and the and the history that we're known for as the heart of Cajun and, and Creole country. And as you said, the happiest city in America and Travel Lemming just named us the num number one destination to, to travel for 2023. Wow. So that's more yeah. great uh, notoriety for our area. And we invite people to come experience that for themselves. Yeah, you can, you know, the happy factor is, is an important thing. I know that there's, um, you know, different places like Bhutan, there's like the global happiness, glo global, you know, are you feeling good as, as the community? So, you know, for communities being happy, that means that visitors are going to be happy. Um, so that means that you've got quality of life. And I think when you have things like festivals and, um, you know, music and good food and that, I mean, how can you be upset at a festival? You know, if you're tapping your feet, you're eating good food, you, you're going to be happy. But even getting that nature thing is so important. But I do love that you keep your roots alive, keep the traditions going, um, because that's yes. something just not just for your parish, but for Louisiana itself. Louis, there is when they say only Louis, only in Louisiana. It's true. Well, thank you for that. And, you know, we love museums here, but the reality is that we always say you don't have to come to a museum here to learn about our history. We give you the opportunity to become immersed in our history. And I think that's something that helps us set us apart uh, where people can become immersed in the Cajun and Creole cultures, whether that's through the food. Uh, we were named the tastiest town of the South by Southern Living Magazine, the best food city in the United States by USA Today and Rand McNally. Our great music, we have live music seven nights a week, uh, the birthplace of of Cajun and Zydeco music and the culture and all that plays into each other. But here in the spring, so on Wednesday night, we have free music event in Karenko called the Methodi Show. And of course the French language and culture is very uh, important to us and a, a very big part of our, our history. On Thursday nights, we have Rhythms on the River in River Ranch uh, in Lafayette. On Friday night, we have Downtown Live, as I mentioned. We have in Broussard, we have um, the jams at St. Julian Park and so, so many great opportunities. And then the largest free Francophone festival in the world, Festival International de Louisiane, 
is held the last week of April every year. And people from all over the world come in for that event. And what's great about that event is New Orleans has Jazz Fest and Festival International is the opening week of Jazz Fest. So a lot of people come in, particularly on the international side, they'll come to Festival International for the first weekend and head to New Orleans for Jazz Fest. But this year, Lauren Daigle, who's from Lafayette, is a Christian uh, singer, very popular. Uh, she'll be headlining Festival International. So, and, and all these events are free. So wow. when you talk about being on a budget and traveling and with family and being family friendly, uh, we certainly have a lot of that opportunity to travel on a budget. Our hotels are, are very affordable. Uh, there's no parking fees at our hotels. So that makes That's for nice. a great, great opportunity for families to come and experience our culture and to become immersed in our culture. Mm, what what kind of activities? I mean, obviously festivals are fun for kids, right? Uh, going out in nature, canoeing, like we were talking about, maybe going on a hike and getting to learn about the nature, like learn the different you know birds that you have and learn about alligators and all that. That's so exciting for kids, right? To see a live right. alligator, it's like, wow. Um, but for kids, what kind of other activities are there for families coming? Are there you know museums and, and that kind of thing? Any kind of attractions for kids? Sure, we have a science museum, uh, which, which has a lot oh, of great perfect. programming. I mean, um, a lot of our um, arts and, and cultural scene you know, involve the children, whether it be the Katiana Center for the Arts. We have a, a children's museum, uh, which is in downtown Lafayette, so a lot to offer. Uh, and as you mentioned, the kids can, can become a part of the nature experiences as well. We have hiking at the Katiana Nature Station, and then we have activities like Tabasco, which is the only place in the oh, world yes. where where Tabasco is is made in bottles around 35 minutes down the road at Avery Island. And so kids can can go there and learn about uh, uh, the history of, of Tabasco and also a lot of great nature activities there with jungle gardens uh, and opportunity to, to really become, uh, as, as you said, uh, enjoy the nature and get outside. And you need to do that because we, we always say we're gonna put on at least five pounds on you when you're here eating the food. So it's important yeah. that you go out and uh, get a little exercise in, in the outdoors and then go eat some food. And you can also um, go out there and dance. And I was gonna say, you gotta shake it off. Shake it off, that's right. So <laughs> yeah, shake important. your tail feathers. We get to be birds too, you know? We, I wanna go back to Tabasco because that is quite legendary, you know, that you, know, you see Tabasco around the world, you know? Yeah. And um, it's it's the best thing in a Bloody Mary. <laughs> that's right and it's the number one brand probably in the world and it's right here in the heart wow. of Cajun Creole country in Acadiana just, just right down the road and they've done a great job over the years to really add to their visitor experience it used to be that you would kind of just show up and you were there and you would say you were there but they now have a visitor experience it's a self-guided tour uh, you have 10 different stops along that tour where you see how the the peppers are you know planted and harvested and, and the mash and you can actually go in uh, through glass and see how it's bottled and then they have a, a, a museum that talks about the history of the, the McElhenney family and they also now have a, a country store where you can sample all oh, sorts of kinds dangerous. of Tabasco <laughs> including Tabasco ice cream, Tabasco See now that's what I wanted to talk about that's yeah. when I was inching my way towards the ice cream bar yeah. that's it <laughs> yeah. so I like that and they have Tabasco chocolates now so they've done a great job of uh, you know growing their brand and um spreading out their product development. So the peppers, are they all grown in Louisiana? Because I know rice is a big deal not far from you, right? Having rice uh, as part of one of the main crops and sugarcane? Yes, we have a lot of uh, farming and we actually have attractions where you can go and see 
you can you know uh, you can see uh, the power of the the rice is one of our largest um, industries here uh, in Acadia Parish, and they have a rice festival every fall for many many years. But what's interesting is that so the rice fields are used uh, to harvest the rice, and then out of season is what's used that's what's used for our crawfish uh, to harvest our crawfish. And so oh. you can actually go now, and uh, there's excursions where you can go and catch your own crawfish, and then cook your own crawfish and uh, eat your own crawfish, obviously, and they combine that with live music. And so that's when I say you have the opportunity to become immersed in the culture. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not just going to a restaurant and eating some of our great boiled crawfish, but you can actually uh, harvest, harvest it yourself and, and, and go through the entire process, which is that's great cool. for families, families and yeah. students as well. Yeah, especially, you know, I think even for aspiring chefs, to go yeah. and be part of something like that and and to have you get more value out of your out of your food if you know where it comes from and you actually put some sweat equity into it you know? that's right well look most seasons you talked about the, the winter you're having uh, right now and we really don't have a whole lot of we have some changes in seasons but we define our seasons based on food you got crawfish season gumbo season crab season <laughs> shrimp season and on and on and on and that's really uh, how we define okay well what, what's the food season because let's we talked a lot about spring and right. a lot of people may be planning summer and think oh it's going to be hot but that yeah. i'm telling you just i i want i want sweaty hot weather i'll do yeah. it. i want it uh so tell us a little bit about what what's the food season in so right now right now we're in the heart of crawfish season and we have a big catholic uh, contingency down here and so we're in the middle of lent and uh, mm -hmm. crawfish season uh, starts in January, goes all the way through June, uh, but right now we're, we're kind of right in the middle of it. The crawfish are big, and and so on Friday nights we're not supposed to eat meat, and all of us Catholics get around that by you know sacrificing <laughs> and having to eat crawfish, and so uh, it's a it's a great great. It used to used to be, you know, many many years ago, crawfish was seen as a sort of the peasant food, you know, just because the, by the they live in the dirty waters and. Uh, they're not too too great to look at before they're cooked sometimes, but now it's become a delicate delicacy and uh, is, they're not cheap sometimes, but uh, as you go further in through the season, they become more affordable and it's mm -hmm. certainly worth it if you've never eaten live ball crawfish. And of course, we have great staples like crawfish etouffee, excuse me, crawfish enchiladas and all those things. So we're out of gumbo season and we're into crawfish season, which signifies okay. uh, spring and as we head into the summer. All right. In summer, what, what are the activities like? Do you continue with festivals or is it more to early morning things because of the of the temperature? I to me, the temperature, I'm 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 cool with that. But you know, some people may go, okay, it's gonna be too hot to be in Louisiana. I don't know. We always end up in Louisiana smack in the middle of summer, and I'm like, yeah, yeah I like it. <laughs> well, uh, the festivals slow down a little bit during the summertime, just with the with the weather. But you know, when you're outside and outdoors enjoying activities on the on the basin or or anywhere, you have a breeze, and and so uh, it's 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 certainly uh, I wouldn't say too hot, uh, and, and you know it cools down throughout the day. Uh, but you, you know, got that food, ice cream. You see, you got that ice, ice cream. cream. That, that's that's the time you eat your Tabasco ice cream and snow cones, uh, or yeah. a little drive a drive through daiquiri. Um, now we're talking. We got to get to the drive-through daiquiris. Listen, there's nothing like it. I mean, and you can get them in those big gallon jugs. I mean, that's right. I've, I've, yeah. I've had my fun with that. That's right. And then you know, as you're uh, 
when you when you when you get warm, there's plenty of opportunities to cool off, jump into the water, and and mm-hmm. and you know go go water skiing, you know go go fishing, okay. and all those things. So, uh, yeah, a lot, a lot to do. So birding wise, do you see a lot of people mostly come in this? Because I think Louisiana is one of the top states for bird watching. And yeah. bird watching is a massive hobby where people travel the world just to see certain birds. I know like you get roseate spoonbills and, and right. you know, you get all the tropicals, especially winter into spring. And, but right. I know in summer, I've, I mean, you see herons and all, I mean, bald eagles. I mean, there's, there's so much, but so yeah. s- would summer still be good for, for bird watchers to come in or is it mostly yeah. spring and fall? Yeah, I, th- I think spring into the early summer, uh, you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can see a variety of different birds, as you mentioned, you know, the eagles on the, on, in the basin and, and so many types of, types of uh, different species. And it's, it's something that we kind of, I guess, take for granted a little bit, but there's a, a, a niche of people who, who really enjoy doing that. And certainly our area uh, has a lot to offer in that regard. Now, are you part of the uh, National Heritage Area for Atchafalaya? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, parts of our area. <laughs> you want to yes. pronounce that for me again? Atchafalaya. Uh, Atchafalaya, okay, because I, yeah. I added a few words in there. But anyway, yeah. so that's part of the heritage area, and you're part of that, the National yeah, Heritage Yeah, and really throughout the entire region. They do a great job uh, with that and you know, preserving the, the basin. And uh, the, actually, it's really neat, the Boy Scouts, uh, actually bought one of our old um, landings on the Chafalaya Basin, and I turned that to what's called Swamp Base. It's the base for their activities, um, and, and they're actually running the swamp tours and, and all those things out of a place called McGee's, but every summer, Boy Scouts from across the country and across the world come in for a trek in the basin where they actually paddle and spend the night uh, on the basin, Cool. But, excuse me, but it's a great opportunity for them to to learn the, the survival skills that the Boy Scouts teach you. And so that that's really grown. And it's great to see the Boy Scouts doing that on the basin. Do you have people come in for sports like um, cycling, that kind of thing? Um, yeah. And like even like I know there's volleyball tours and baseball yeah. tours and things. Do you get that kind of tourism? Uh, we sure do. And in fact, you're talking about the summertime. It's really become our peak season for the youth sports market. Okay. Uh, we have. It's been our fastest growing uh, market, but we have a lot of different tournaments over the summertime. Uh, Youngsville Sports Complex, Bruce Sports, Bruce Art Sports Complex, Karen Crow, Pelican Park, and in Scott and in uh, Crowley. Excuse me. Um, that's a big piece of it. We just we just landed the USA Boxing Olympic Trials for December. Oh, so wow. sports continues to be uh, a fast growing piece of our business. But I wanted to mention, talk about biking. And every April we have something called Cycle Zydeco, which is not what you would think, uh, like a like something like the Tour de France where you have professional bikers. It's, it's what we call a uh, a festival on wheels. So you actually get on a bike in the morning, and you, it's, it's more of a leisurely uh, tour. And you paddle. I mean, I'm sorry, you bike throughout the morning, and you stop off, and you have let's say live music, and you enjoy a cold beverage, and maybe some ball crawfish. And then you get you get back on the bike in the afternoon and you take off again. So it's a leisurely uh, biking. It's wobbly. Event. Yeah, so it's, it's, wobbly. It's, a, it's a festival, <laughs> a festival on, on wheels is what they call it. And that is really a neat event. And people all across the country come in for Cycle Zydeco, which is, happens in, in April. And we actually had Bernard Hino, who's a very famous former Tour de France winner as, as our captain several years ago. He really enjoyed it. And, and so that goes back to the French connection that we have. Yeah. I was going to say, because, yeah, you think about your region is you've got um, 
yeah, Cajun Zydeco, but you've also got, you know, the French connection is is really deep, right? Do you have yeah. the Sp Spanish roots as well? Yeah, a, lo a lot of different, what we call melting, it's a melting pot of different cultures that came here, but 25% of our people in Louisiana still speak French, and we have a French table, tables or table française, as we call them, where whether it be breakfast, lunch, or even dinner, uh, we had that on our website. So if you come in and you're trying to learn French or you just want to hear people speaking French, you're invited to go and sit down with them at their table and you can just listen or you can you can speak. And wow. uh, it's, it's really uh, goes, I think, goes to the hospitality that we're known for. But these people welcome you into their French table and they don't put any pressure on you. If you don't want to speak, you just want to listen or you want to chime in uh, in French every now and then. So it's, again, a great opportunity to become immersed in, in our, our culture. And the French, yeah. the French heritage is a big piece of that. We have our wayfinding downtown features uh, both English and French uh, in the okay. signage. And so we, we're trying to really celebrate that. And um, we, all, we always say that, you know, you don't have to go to Europe to experience uh, some of the cultures. And you can do that right here uh, in Lafayette. <clears throat> I love that everything is so immersive because it makes it feel so welcoming and friendly. That I think is, you know, if, if it's a happiest city, well, it's gotta be a friendly city to be happy, right? So it just feels that way, um, you know, on the other side, you know, just going, yeah, that sounds like people wanna invite you in and, you know, go, you know, I wanna go do the Zydeco breakfast. I, I want yeah. that. I think yeah. if you start your day off with that kind of stomping, you know, rhythm and the good breakfast, you can't go wrong. <laughs> That's gonna be a great day if you start off with Zydeco breakfast. Uh, with just the music and the energy and as you mentioned our people will pull you on the dance floor if you don't know how to dance they'll teach you how to dance and so uh, certainly we're known for our hospitality and we're very proud of that you know that's the thing too i think with you also being a, a college town that's the other part that brings in so much energy there's something special about college towns because it is about learning for all ages right and and it just has this other I don't know, let's get out there and have a good time. You know, so you have to have a lot of hotels for everything that, that's going on. And uh, we, <laughs> we have around 5,000 hotel rooms, but the, the wow. university, the University of Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, which is the only mascot in the country that is the Raging Cajuns, uh, the one and only. Uh, in fact, we're going to be playing in the in March Madness. Uh, and our, our basketball team just made it uh, to the NCAA tournament. But, but having a college town and travel and leisure named us the number two a college town in America recently, but it has a certain energy and a certain vibe, as you said, and our university is right in the heart of our campus. And actually, excuse me, the pollen in the air here. Uh, I know. See, is, you, I'll crazy. give you some snow. I'll, yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. The, <laughs> the pollen's getting to me. But we actually have a swamp in the middle of our campus and alligators in the middle of campus. So it's pretty No way. Neat. Probably not many campuses uh, in the country that have a swamp right there in the middle of it called. Oh, Cyprus. that is cool. I, okay, so now you make me want to go back to school. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, what else? Also, you know, you have that many rooms, and and that's cool because you know families coming in and out. You keep talking about all this live music, and I know you've got theater as well. In mm -hmm. fact, a friend of mine um, is in theater shows all the time. She's like, I'm back in Laffy doing this. Yeah. I'm like, what? Look at you. Um, where do all the music? I mean, are these mostly local musicians? Do you have like a kind of a, a big arts community of artists and performers or are they coming in from New Orleans or because it's not that far away from you either no I mean we're known as the as the birthplace of Cajun Zydeco music and so these musicians live all across uh, what we call Acadiana which is our, our region mm -hmm. uh, whether that be Lafayette, uh, Opelousas, you know St. Landry Parish, St. Martin Parish all around the central areas and you know what's great is that they obviously 
the musicians travel all across the world playing and promoting our area because uh, people want to hear that Zydeco and that Cajun music, but they, they're based here. And so we, we always appreciate it when we have opportunities for them to have to be able to stay here and not have to travel to make a living. And so that's why all the live music is important in our restaurants and our dance halls have really bought into that to keep our musicians busy uh, and making money while they're here so they don't have to get on the road as much and, and to, to, to earn a living. And you know, a lot of our musicians, it's, it's, it's part of uh, their life, but they may have another job and maybe a teacher uh, or, or yeah. you know, have another profession, but they play music in the evenings. And my, my grandparents uh, were teachers, but they had an orchestra and uh, played, mm -hmm. you know, so, so for some, it's a full-time job uh, and they do it full-time. For others, it's, you know, it's just, it's, it's something you learn growing up and it's part of the culture that's carried on uh, for different generations. And we've had a really revitalization. A lot of our younger musicians uh, getting, getting involved to preserve the, the, not only the music, but the, the language and back to singing in French um, and doing all those things. Groups like the Lost Bayou Ramblers and, and uh, many other groups that uh, really are such a great, uh, you know, part of our culture and that live music experience. Well, Swamp Pop, I was playing that. We have a, a new show, our big daily blend show is just on Spotify so we can play music and mm -hmm. have a, you know, it, we go down rabbit holes of music and we were just playing uh, today, the day we're recording this, um, is Phil Phillips. He wrote Sea of Love, and he was like this, and his grandfather or father was like the father of Swamp Pop, and um, that's the thing about the university. The very first time we went, we were going to Lake Charles, but we ended up in Lafayette because we were just twirling around on all these back roads, and we we really hadn't immersed ourselves in Louisiana yet, mm -hmm. and there's all these byways and rice fields and I think you have a town called Rice. I do believe we went to Rice. I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I, we're listening to the local radio station that was coming out of Lafayette and yeah. they had found all these records from over a hundred years ago, these yeah. archives and just started playing them. And it was this, when you talk about immersive, it was so cool to be driving in the scenery and listening to this swamp pop in the swamps. I mean, it was just, yeah. and, to, and to hear the excitement of these young DJs really having this excitement of this this special find of all this, you know, archived music was really cool. And especially because they were playing vinyl, man. I mean, that was, yeah. Well, yeah. There, that's again, that going back to that university town and that energy, yeah. that was our um, introduction to Louisiana. <laughs> it was um, cool. um, that's a great story. I'm glad you got to experience that. And we actually have a, a, tra a, a playlist on Spotify, Lafayette Travel. And oh, we have cool. some of the great music. So I want to invite your listeners to um, download that. And we update it throughout the year. We have a weekly playlist that comes out uh, as well. Oh, oh, we're going to have to do that because you're going to be on our daily blend show so as well. Yeah. So we always play our interviews on that show. So we'll play a couple tracks from that. So I'm going to have to go. Yeah, I know what we're going to be playing when we come back through so we can get used to and get into the music. Um, I've been to, I was talking about this on another interview the other day about Louisiana music and Cajun and Zydeco. Some of the performers we've watched, um, so like um, Goldman Thibodeau, if, I, if I'm saying that correctly. Uh, yeah, Goldman Thibodeau. Um, and he, you know, he's he's an elder and you can see his whole family come in. Little kids are part of it, you know, doing the rub right. board and things. But then you see some of the younger generation come in using Cajun and Zydeco music as their basis. But then they started adding like little bits of rap to it and little, so it's right. it's like this, 
Louisiana has this balance of keeping the old tradition, but also being able to move forward and progress with current sounds, which I think is really cool, you know, to keep it, the flag going. So yeah, it's so different than with cuisine where chefs put their, their local spin on it. Uh, same thing with music. You know, you obviously have your base and your history, but our musicians continually evolve. And, and, and as you said, the younger generation, when they come up and they sort of do their own thing and make it their own. But, you know, Louisiana always has per capita one of the highest amount of Grammy nominees and Grammy winners. And, and certainly our area is always a big piece of that uh, in, in the regional roots category. Uh, we had several nominees this, this year and, and we'd love to be able to show off that music. We're going to be in South by Southwest in Austin. Ah, sweet. We, have, we have our own official uh, city showcase, South by Southwest showcase. But I think we're one of the only cities in America that has that. We've got five great acts and it's always one of the most popular events at South by Southwest at uh, Antone, which is a really oh, yeah. historic, historic and traditional uh, venue in Austin. So every time we have the opportunity to spread, spread the love of our music, we do that. And like I said earlier, our musicians travel all across the country. And they're some of our greatest ambassadors. And what's really neat is to see how these Cajun and Zydeco festivals pop up mm -hmm. all throughout the country. And we're involved with a lot of them, whether it be Gator by the Bay, in San Diego. In San Diego, yeah, yeah. My friends play that all the time, yeah. <laughs> Rhythms and Roots in um, Rhode Island. And uh, this summer in Portland, there's a Portland Blues Festival, which has a Cajun and Zydeco uh, portion uh, to it. And so these little festivals pop up all across the country. And these dancers come in for these festivals. And then they end up coming into our area three or four times a year for Festival Cayenne and Creole in the fall. They'll come in for Mardi Gras. They'll come in for Christmas and New Year. And they come back in for a festival international in the spring. But these, these pockets of dancers who just love the Cajun and Zydeco music and travel all over the country uh, to these different festivals and travel to our area four to five times a year. So we actually have some people who, who moved here just to be able to, to experience that dancing and that music uh, all year oh, round. I love it. I love it because it's true. I've been to some of those festivals that you're talking about. And who's for South by Southwest this year? Who do you know off, off the top of your head who's performing for you at Antones? We have several different groups. Uh, we have an event called Lafayette Live, and Dwayne Dupsey uh, is playing for that. And then we have Nathan and Zydeco Cha Chas. Oh, the Cha Chas. I uh, want to hear that. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve Riley and the Mamu Playboys. Okay. Uh, Keith Frank and the Dwallo uh, Zydeco. A band. Um, so just a great opportunity for us to take our music on the road and people love it. And, and uh, we also have some boiled crawfish as part of that as well. Awesome. Awesome. Very exciting. Um, I got to get our butts over there. Nancy and I will have to come visit oh, soon. I'm time he to said, come back. It is, you know, back. keep, it'll be summer. I swear to God, it's going to happen again this mm -hmm. year. We'll end up in summer, but uh, everyone, LafayetteTravel.com. Uh, go plan your visit to the happiest city in America. Get out in a kayak, go hang out with some alligators, eat some crawfish, have a good time. Go to a Zydeco breakfast. Oh, That's I right. want, I so want to do that. That's like a bucket list thing for me. As is the ice cream. I want Tabasco ice cream. That's that's important. Yeah. Um, and then I want a Bloody Mary too. Can I have a I Bloody should. Mary with Tabasco at the Zydeco breakfast? Absolutely. You must. It's a must. 
Okay, good, good. I also want to thank the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. We have such a good time with these shows. Uh, every uh, second Tuesday, second Friday, third Monday, we get to hear about destinations across the country and around the world and how they're keeping it real, just like uh, Lafayette is with these amazing immersive experiences. Uh, if you're in uh, the world of tourism and travel, I encourage you to go to the website, ifwtwa.org. Uh, if you're a travel writer too, or you know a destination, their conference is coming up in October, and they're having a floating con uh, conference. They're going on with Princess Cruises. I think that's cool. I mean, yeah. this is not going to be like a bunch of boring meetings. You get to float. This there you go. <laughs> I like it. Have you been to their <laughs> conference before? What uh, I have not. Our team has. Our team okay. Has. Cool. Cool. I think and we it's host, great. And we hosted. We hosted. You know. Um, oh. Here in Oh, really? Oh, see, that's awesome. That yeah. I think you should be taking the bands on the cruise ship. I'm just oh. saying. Hey. <laughs> I think, you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have that show. I love it. Well, Ben, have a wonderful spring, summer. Hopefully we'll see you soon. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you so much for having me. We appreciate it. Look forward to getting you back to Lafayette. Awesome.